The views and opinions expressed by the guests on the following program do not necessarily represent those of Mark Radio, The Shepherd, or its advertisers. Welcome to The Shepherded Work, a weekly program to help you learn how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. Host Mark Goldstein introduces you to individuals who are successfully and effectively engaging in marketplace ministry and gives you the tools you need to do the same. The Shepherded Work is sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. Now, here's your host, Mark Goldstein. And welcome to The Shepherd at Work. This is Mark Goldstein in the studio with Mike Gillen and with Mark Anthony. I've got two Marks with me, man. This is a couple of Marks. And this is the famous Mark Anthony. The famous Mark Anthony. Not the famous one. Uh, Et tu brute. (laughs) We're infamous. Infamous. Mike, can you believe we are in the fourth quarter? I know it. I know it. Uh, You go into Cracker Barrel, you go into the, the stores and everything. Christmas trees are up, Christmas music. You know, it used to be, Mark, that people would put all of that out before Thanksgiving right. and it upset everybody because right. it wasn't even Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now it's not even Halloween yet. No. It, you know, we're just barely in the fourth quarter and it's out. Christmas trees went up at Labor Day. Oh, wow. That is that, but you know, and you better have a live shop. Christmas tree to stay alive that long, man. But, you know, while we're in the fourth quarter, there's a lot of lights, a lot of happiness, a lot of festivity. That's also the time of the year where there's a lot of need. Absolutely. And that comes out especially in the area of food, people mm-hmm. not having food to eat. Well, we have a champion for that who not only works in the fourth quarter, but works in every quarter. That's right. And that's Mark Anthony, uh, the founder of uh, Southeastern Food Bank. Hello, Mark. Hey, good good morning. Well, afternoon. welcome here. To, yeah, who knows what time it is. Uh, <laughs> Now, Mark, you are the founder of Southeastern Food Bank, formerly known as Bread of Life. And I love that name because really you do provide bread of life, not only physically, but you also bring Christ into the whole mix. So before we learn a little bit more about you, for our audience who doesn't know you, tell us about Southeastern Food Bank, how it started what you do, how you serve in the community. Mm. Started in 1991. Uh, really, the true story is in 89, when I had my uh, retail lawn and garden shop, a man of God uh, pulled up and he had a donation of intimate snacks, didn't know what to do with them, and said, I know that you can do you can do distributed. So I distributed my first in 1989 mm. uh, to the community. Um, it was just the catapult really to really be praying that God to release me from the business and to work uh, full time, which um, even if I sold the business, it was nine years later that God hurled me into ministry through a man of God. Uh, so um, we are about the gospel and groceries. I, I probably the most three important things I tell people is we give it away, no charge to our own programs and the programs we serve in 24 counties in Florida. And we uh, look for nonprofits to serve and we encourage evangelism. And of the other three major food banks, we're the only one like this. So Mark, how many organizations do you actually serve providing them food and other essentials? Uh, Central Florida, about 85 organizations from animal shelters to Christian rehabs to uh, homeless shelters to government agencies to churches. 
um, and through our sub-distributors in the state of Florida, there are hundreds of organizations, and we have one partner in Alabama. So you give away food at no charge. Um, how do you get? How do you get the food? We pick up all over the state of Florida with our semi and trucks um, from the major companies: Publix, Winn Dixie, Goya, Iberia, uh, State Emergency Service, Ni- Niagara. Um, Frito-Lay, and other food banks. And they donate that to you? Yes. Uh, do you ever have to buy uh, food? No, fortunately, we don't. So we did just under 5 million pounds last year, and it was down from the year before because of the food situation, um, supply chain. And uh, But we make every every pound count for the, for the kingdom. So then how do you get your funding? We pray a lot, and... Uh, <laughs> We get it from uh, grants, individuals, uh, companies, um, you know, organizations that we serve. Not a prerequisite whether they give us money or not. We still serve them. I'm going to ask a question. I didn't ask you beforehand if I could ask this, so I'm going to do it anyway. And if you can't answer it, people won't know about it because it's going to get edited out of here. (laughs) Uh, But, Mark, what is your annual budget for the year? This year, it is uh, projected at 519000 Okay. So out of the 519000 that has come in, how many people, let's say, did you serve in 2022? Uh, 232,000 families in our network. Wow. Wow. With how many pounds of food and other essentials? 4.9 million pounds. Uh, have an income of 479000 On half a million dollar budget? Yes. How do you do that? It's God. That's all I can tell you. God favor. My guess is, is that if somebody looked at your 990, they'd be shocked to see how little you make. Well, I'm about, <laughs> it's, my, it's my passion. It's not my job. Absolutely. You know, Mike, there are several, a <laughs> lot of organizations in Central Florida that I support with time and talent. Mm -hmm. There are some that I support with treasure Mm -hmm. and Southeastern food bank is one just for that reason. The fact of, of ministering to that many people. Now here's the punchline, Mark, how many salvations do you know that are, we know that there's a lot that are untrackable. How many are documented that you know of based on your ministry in 2022? Uh, it was 2,405 salvations, and there were some recommitments in there. The last wow. program we just did was a seniors program last week, in fact, and it was 24 uh, salvations and recommitments. Well, 24, nine of that was recommitments, and it's, it's a, in a seniors home. We've been there many times. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I think a lot of pastors would love to have uh, anywhere near that number, right? I mean, that's that's amazing. Oh my, oh my goodness, I'm, folks, you listening out there, yeah. either uh, on the show today on Saturday or a repeat through the podcast. If what you just heard does not give you goosebumps or has not given you goosebumps, mm-hmm. check to see if you have a pulse. <laughs> that's right, I, Mark. God bless you for what you do. And how and you've been at this for like four decades now, over four decades. Well, yeah, it's been a few years. <laughs> uh, 
Um, talk for a minute. We have, we have a few minutes J- just to show how, how God pours into organizations with a heart and are doing things for the kingdom. Uh, tell us about how your building came about and the new building after that. So the first building we had, um, I laid hands and prayed on. It was in the middle of a road at Blueford in Okoy. And the, um, we, we put that up, and that was a God thing. In the end, it was about 24000 to put about 4,000-square-foot building up. And we added a dock later. The, the new building I prayed for after we had concrete poured, waited four years patiently, ordered a building with no money, and an hour and a half later, um, Edith Bush Foundation said they were going to give you $78,000 for your building. So we've had some of those um, God-slash-scary moments at times. <laughs> I remember back in, I guess it was in the late 90s, maybe or early 2000s, uh, coming over and seeing the original building and thinking, man, this is pretty cool. Look at all that you can do in there. Years later, the new building went up and we came over there and said, man, how'd you do all that with that tall, that small building? But uh, God has really given you favor over the years. Yes, yes. You know, the show is The Shepherd at Work, how people can get involved in the marketplace and have impact for the cause of Christ. And that's what you do uh, through food as a catalyst and loving hearts who are out there dispensing it. Uh, Again, I'm going to put you on the spot again because we didn't talk about this. Share with our audience a couple of examples of how God has used Southeastern to bless somebody or to actively uh, move in that person's life. I remember two. Um, there's many, many more. One was um, an alcoholic that came to our program for f- five years. We were in Mascot, Florida, for 13 years. We're actually back there now through our board member. And this man reeked with alcohol, and he really needed the Lord. He needed a little bit of food. And, and for five years, um, I actually, because I was doing that program uh, present there, that um, he was this time really praying. They laid hands on him and prayed, and he changed man. And he uh, only came back once or twice, so he needed the Lord. He didn't really need the food, honestly. The second one was a program that we were partnered through Journey Church in Apopka years ago that the lady was there at 6 o'clock in the morning, and they want to know why the program doesn't start till 9.30. Why are you here this early? She said, I came in last night at, at 11 o'clock last night because I want to make sure that my children have food to eat. Oh, my. So there are other many, many stories. And actually, even though we are basic salvation message, we have, we've had many healings and uh, a lot of demons cast out, and a, lot of, a lot of great things that happen beyond what I ever imagined. Well, we're coming up against a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how folks can get involved uh, and then uh, some events that you have coming up, too, that we want to highlight. Uh, Mark, give us uh, a telephone number real quick where people could reach out to you. 407-654-7777. That's almost a perfect number. 407-654-7777. Uh, You're listening to The Shepherd at Work, Mark Goldstein with Mike Gillen and Mark Anthony in the studio. We'll be back after these brief messages. 
you're a Christian business person and you want to meet people who want to do business with you, you need to join the Central Florida Christian Chamber of Commerce. Why? Because the mission of the Christian Chamber is to build kingdom, business, and community. And it all starts with the Christian principle of building relationships. To learn more about the Christian Chamber and all the different ways you can get engaged with hundreds of other Central Florida Christian business people, visit cfchristianchamber.com or call 407-258-3578. Ladies, do you want the men in your lives to be better husbands, fathers, and providers? Men, do you want all that and more? Christ-Led Communities has the answer. With men's Bible studies and group experiences, Christ-Led Communities has a curriculum that meets most every man's spiritual needs. Visit clchq.org to learn about your opportunities to grow in Christ in a Christ-Led community. The website again is clchq.org or 407-484-3899. Once again, here's Mark Goldstein. Uh, We're back, The Shepherd at Work, with Mark Anthony in the studio today with us. Mark, you had shared uh, before the break, you're supporting uh, 90-some organizations? Something like that. Well, more than that out of of our area, but yes. Okay. So are you accepting more more organizations to, to support and serve? Yes. We're one of the few organizations that that accept um, any nonprofit. They have to be a nonprofit and actually have mentored some people to start a nonprofit too. Um, that's something that God showed me. So for the process is to go online is southeasternfoodbank.com. And there is a thing that says partner. Click that button. There is an there is a questionnaire. And then we'll use the contact within a, within a couple of weeks. What are some of the questions uh, that they're going to find that they need to answer? Basically who you're serving, um, the frequency, um, do you charge for the food? Because that's a no, no, but we mm-hmm. let them tell us that. And, um, would you, are you, would you consider, um, donating to our organization? Like I said, it doesn't determine whether we accept them or not. Mm-hmm. So God's our provider. And what's amazing that you said that he definitely is your provider because there's no way that an organization can do what you do and have the impact that you have in the community on the budget that you have. I mean, that, Mike, you deal with a lot of organizations. That's kind of an anomaly. It really is. Yeah, it is. And, you know, faith is obviously a big part of Mark, not only in Southeastern, but in his life in general. I mean, I go back to the beginning of uh, this program when he talked about how he got into this to begin with. It wasn't like he was looking for an additional job right. uh, or a new business or anything, but God just came and through this man's gift, uh, Mark Mark began to do it and yeah. willingly jumped in and he's available. Well, let's face it. Noah didn't go to college to learn how to build ships. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He was not into archaeology, right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Well, hey, Mark, that got you to smile. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I'd, I've never heard of that before. So, friends, that's brand new, right? <laughs> It'll be in the dictionary next year. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so, the people, they go online and they, they apply. Then af- after you get the application, uh, you uh, approve it, then what? 
So the next step is we have a meeting with them. We want to meet uh, the head of the organization, whether it's a pastor or the CEO and their food person. And um, the second step is for evangelistic programs. We have over 40 right now that we have a training, a very basic training on how to share Jesus in a simple way. And then the third thing we do is when you visit one of our programs and that way you understand the model is, I've had churches say, this is a great model. We've never done it this way. And then we send them an application. It is amazing when you look through the Bible, how food is the catalyst for ministry. Yeah. And the one specifically is the feeding of the 5,000, the feeding of the 4,000. But I think that the part of the story that really needs to be told after that is the fact Jesus knew that they were going to try to make him king. And he took off. And when they came back, he says, oh, you're just here because you're getting something to eat. Right, right. So food was a catalyst, but Jesus used that for a higher purpose. So uh, again, that's exactly the, the calling of Southeastern Food Bank. Yes, we are the gospel and groceries. <laughs> and even if they come for the wrong reason for the food, they still get the bread of life every time they come. Absolutely. You can only do this with tons of volunteers. That's so correct. what are some of the volunteer opportunities? Somebody may be listening to this and say, you know, I am tapped out funds wise and I've already committed this or, that or whatever. They can still volunteer. So what are some of the volunteer opportunities? So we're continually packing and sorting food for all our partners, which is about 900 boxes a month besides the food for families program, which will be, coming up uh, for Thanksgiving that we'll pack about 2,300 boxes. And so it takes a lot of manpower to do that and get that all ready to go so we can do the program. We do the program, by the way, on Thanksgiving, the weekend before Christmas, and also in the springtime that we serve up to 1,300 families delivered to the door. So we do need to drivers for those holidays too to drive because we drive the product right to the, to the needy people. So you're delivering on Thanksgiving? Yes, Wow. Eight o'clock in the morning. And it really usually wraps up about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. It's pretty fast. So somebody really wants to express their thankfulness to God for the blessings they've had this year. What better way than to give back and bless others with, with, with food? And, and bring your children because it's really showing them a great model for future for volunteering, whether it's delivering the food or, you know, we've had, People, we've had children as, low, as as young as three years old that were actually helping in line, which is really neat. So, again, I asked for you to share a couple of testimonies of, of uh, folks that you've served in the past. What have you heard from volunteers, uh, the exposure they had and the response and, and comments they had of serving? From one, one extreme to the other extreme, I know one Food for Families program we had um, they were bringing the food to this man, and he said, I don't want that stuff, and I'm being nice about the word. The lady right next to him was crying and said, can I have that food? So there's one one to the other. One area we went to, they called the police on the on the people while they're delivering food, even though we're delivering it. And uh, But most people are grateful, crying, because now especially things are escalating, um, you know. But we also see we also see the salvation rate you know, escalating else, that program, that seniors program I told you about it, mm -hmm. it was 24 out of only about 40 
of 44, I think 44 that we actually served. That's a high number percentage wise. So it's yeah. so important. And we talk about people coming and serving and packing and everything. Uh, share with people where you're located. Well, we're in the Buffalo field in in Okoy, <laughs> so that's a real Buffalo uh, field, and uh, it's my brother's hobby. What can I say? But um, they can call us; we can get them directions. It's in Okoy, actually, which is West Orlando area. Right, just off of Silver Star. But uh, folks, Mark is not kidding. When you go there to serve, you get to feed buffalo. Yeah, and if you're crazy I, enough, you can ride one. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother allows that, huh? No, there's no takers. Or, no. <laughs> but it's it's great, Mike. I've been out there with groups of people in the past. And after our meeting, you know, we'd have a fellowship Friday through the chamber. And Mark would give us these long sticks of French bread, you know, that you see the French carrying down the street. Mm -hmm. and he'd give us these long sticks of French bread. We'd go out near the fence, wave them in the air, saying, hey, buffalo. Are you serious? And they would come running. Oh my goodness! And and you'd stick it out, and they would take it out of your hand, and it. Uh... They were trained, yes. Yeah, yeah really <laughs> trained to receive. Yeah. So if you're homeschooling your kids and you want to do a lesson on buffalo, contact Mark and go mm. out to Southeastern Food Bank. Mm. But you know, God actually blessed it being out there on your brother's property. That also cut down your cost. Your, your operating costs. So we actually own the building. He owns the property. And so he just went up to, he just went up in the rent to $4 a year. It was, it was a dollar, but with inflation, you know, sure. So the joke I say is we write the serial number down so he can't charge me again for <laughs> proof. And, uh, you know, we've been ble very blessed for my brother to, uh, Chris Christie to, uh, let us use the property and Debbie, his wife. Uh, as I as I said, I have the honor and privilege of uh, serving uh, Southeastern, and every every month I smile when I put the check in the envelope because mm. I know I know that I know that people are going to be introduced to Jesus through those funds. I love it. In fact, uh, I know you've done the math. Approximately, what have you figured out is the cost per salvation? in the ministry. Oh boy, you got me on that one this year because it has was like $76. It may be a few more dollars with inflation. So under a hundred. Well, let's just say 150, but still that's pretty reasonable. Right. And, and it doesn't include all the other people that we're serving too, you know, even so, animals and stuff. So, I mean, if, if you like math and you like kind of figuring out formulas for every $150 you give, that's somebody that you're going to meet in heaven. Plus feeding a lot of people too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That, yeah. Uh, again, that is why it's a no brainer to want to support this organization. Right. Now you have some events coming up. Uh, we have about a minute, a little over a minute. What, what are some events that people can get involved with still? Of course, food for families and the week before Christmas, the ring food, uh, calling our office to uh, volunteer in between for packing or sorting the food. And also we have an annual dinner, which will be the 25th, which is coming up real fast at plantation at the manor in the Leesburg area. Mm. And you just call us to, uh, for tickets or $15. So we, it's going to be a, a Western theme and it's going to be a lot of good barbecue food. So we welcome anybody that's even curious just to come visit. Yeah, the Bible says, and Jesus told Peter, feed my sheep. Mm. 
Folks, let's feed some sheep. Let's absolutely feed some sheep this year. So, Mark, give us the telephone number again, the easiest way to get in touch with you. 407-654-7777. And if you want to learn more about the ministry before you call Mark, southeasternfoodbank.com. That's easy enough, southeasternfoodbank.com. Mark Anthony, it was an honor and privilege to meet with you today. And uh, God bless you all. We'll see you all next week. You've been listening to The Shepherd at Work. Tune in next week as Mark will introduce you to another marketplace leader who will show you how to live your Christian faith in every place you work and live. The Shepherd at Work, sponsored by the U.S. Christian Chamber of Commerce, building kingdom, business, and community. The preceding was a Mark Radio production.